It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Confidence in Bloom is a celebration of self-love, a confirmation that you're an amazing, desirable, brilliant, gorgeous, talented woman, even though you may not look like a screen star or a supermodel. The truth is, they don't even look like that. We offer unconditional love to our partners, our children, our extended family, even our pets. It's high time we got out of our own way and learned to unconditionally love ourselves. Here on Confidence in Bloom with the Divas That Care Network, I, Tina Spolatini, speak with women living in their own self-confidence about who they truly are, how they found themselves, and how they care for themselves. Today I'm speaking with, some of you may know her as Mia Morell during the Frank Sinatra era, but she's here today as herself, Marquita Waters. Marquita is a mouthful multifaceted performing artist and vocal coach based out of Los Angeles, California. Marquita has appeared on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, The Merv Griffin Show, and The Steve Allen Show. She was represented by the William Morris Agency and released music as the critically acclaimed Mia Morell during the Frank Sinatra era. Marquita is a versatile artist with a remarkable range of music, musical talent. She has an extensive repertoire in Latin, jazz, music, rock, top 40, swing, country, R&B, gospel, and reggae. In the last decade, she has released Christian pop, R&B singles such as Christ, swing CD called Gotta Get It Right, and a walk tape. Today, she is passionate about training upcoming singers and is a well-respected vocal coach for singers of all ages and styles, live and studio performance. Welcome, Marquita. Well, thank you. Boy, that that was a lot to have to say, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it sure was. Well, you know, there you have lots you have you've had a long journey, so you have lots that we could talk about today. Is that not right? You know, girl, I am ready. We are going to pack it jammed with gems for your audience, your sweethearts, your girls, okay? <laughs> <laughs> So tell me a little bit more about yourself. Oh, I'd love to. Um, you know, I, um, I'm all about the voice, about coming out with who you are, not holding back, believing in yourself, having a great mindset, and then doing the follow-through. The big enchilada is doing the work, the follow-through. And that's in all areas of our confidence. You know, going to uh, counseling, having courage, and I even, you know, I wrote a book. It's called I Will Not Grow Weary. And the music videos that I have, um, the one with Christ that you mentioned is a music video, but also the song I Will Not Grow Weary. Woo! So that one there, it's the name of my book, and also a music video, a single that I put out. And that is about what, it, that's what it's about. Not growing weary in life, not thinking of it being such a drudgery, but being excited about the journey. It's a journey here that we have that we want to get the most out. We want to squeeze it out, honey, you know? 
And I know that's what you do. You do that so often with your audience. I was listening to some podcasts, and it's so exciting to hear women loving themselves, being confident. No matter, no matter what they feel inside, they start to do that positive thing. They start to put smiles on their faces. And so, you know, thank you for allowing me to be here. I mean, it's, it's such an honor uh, to be around women are, you know, they're doing it, they're loving themselves, and they're working at loving themselves. And that's, that, takes, that takes work, doesn't it? Yes, yes, yes. It's yeah, it's it's exciting. It's a wonderful life if we make it wonderful for ourselves. Isn't that the truth? It is. Life really is what we make of it. Yes, exactly, Tina. And you know, look at you. You're doing a podcast. You know, and and look at me. I wrote a book. I'm a singer. You know, who would have thought? And I didn't for decades. I did not believe I could finish it. I, I thought, who am I to be writing this? Somebody will find out that I'm saying something wrong. I'll, I'll be embarrassed. And it was decades before I actually sat down. And I think, you know, in the confidence and counseling and courage with the counseling, I went and did a, a, I did a, um, a course with Darren Hardy. And it was amazing because it got me focused it got me centered, and I started doing what he told me, and it was, it was amazing because I scheduled myself. I started saying no. Instead of listening to my mind and all the questioning and lacking that confidence, I said no. What I have to do is concentrate on the work. Now, you know, before that, though, I did do a lot of counseling to get my personal life together, but I really needed that. Come on now, you, you, insane productivity. I needed to be productive, and that's what happened. I, I listened, I took the counseling, and I bit the, I bit the bullet. I did the big enchilada. I did the work, and I sat down, scheduled my time, followed through, and I started writing. Within a year, I was finished the book, and I, I look at it and go, wow, I wrote a book. I would have never expected that. I finished racing. I would have never expected that. And the reason That's is because I, I just, I bit the bullet and, and made the move and did, did what, you know, the scheduling. I, I got rid of a lot of the negative, of the, the bad stuff, and only centered on some good. I love that. So, okay, so what I'm hearing from you is, you needed to learn how to love yourself, be comfortable and confident in your own skin so that you could make this book happen. Yes, that, the first thing was the personal side, that I needed to fix the problems that I had that I could pass on to others because that's what happened to me. We, we've all had something happen, and I've had abuse. I was beaten. And um, I was told I'll never be anything. You're nothing without me. And that was my father. And there was, I lived that. So I really didn't like myself either. I didn't like, let alone love, you know, forget that one. I didn't like myself because I knew I wasn't really doing the best. But I didn't know how. 
So I did get counseling to get direction, to get healing, healing my little girls inside, you know, and bringing them up to date so that I could be really healthy and bring that to the world or any relationships I had. And then I needed to work, and that's what I'm doing on the professional side, really working on the pro side. Because if you're working on one or the other, and one of them has a glitch, has a boo-boo, you know, bruising, not broken, because we think it's broken, but it's bruised, because bruising you can fix. If you've got that, then you need to fix that, because at some point, like many artists and, and um Ball players, you know, you hear the sports people and artists, you know, Janis Joplin and so many great people, and they, they've had success and then something happens. It goes down the drain. And just everybody in life, if you've had success and you start going down, look at your life. Look at how you believe in yourself, whether or not your mindset is negative or positive, and then start doing that work because you've got to have that all together. And that's what I did. Then I went and took the course, and then I started believing. And I, I love myself now. I like myself. Is that is that cool or what? <laughs> that's like, that's honestly, it's amazing. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you say you don't like, you didn't like yourself and you were, you know, beaten and abused and, and that we all know that that's, that creates self-hatred and because we think it, we take it on as our own, right? That it, it's all about me. So for you to be able to turn that around and, and I mean, listen, listening to you gets me all excited. Like, I feel like I want to go put on some dancing music. <laughs> Tina, that is good. <laughs> yeah, like you just have all this energy and life in you. And, I mean, that that had to take work for you to get there. You know, girls, okay, Tina, and all you girls that are listening, listen up. I'm 75, and I am more energetic now than I ever was. And that's just it. The journey can be great, can be good. I know there's setbacks. I know you feel bad certain days, but you know what? Like the cats, uh, you know, I, I, I excuse you, but the cats might pee in the house. I have five cats, okay? They're all rescues. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I've got to clean. Where is it? And then I go, oh, opportunity. I turn it around for good. I quickly catch myself or, oh, something spilled or dropping. Oh, my gosh, you know, uh-uh, no. Okay, girl, opportunity. I don't like cleaning, but opportunity, ah, I get to clean something. Just that little teeny thing or something happens. I, I put, uh, you know, I have a YouTube and I, and I put the YouTube out and I, it, the, the sound was bad and I go, oh, my gosh. Oh, you know what? I'm going to make the next one better. So I stop myself in mid-thought and go, no, we're not doing that, honey. We're doing something else. But work? That's the big, like I said, it's the enchilada, honey. That is the enchilada. You've got to do the work. And the work is hard sometimes. And, I mean, I come out of the counseling drenched. I was, like, completely done in because I really wanted healing. I really wanted to not give whoever I came in contact with, my relationships, I didn't want to give them my junk. You know, I wanted my junk to be cleaned up as best it could because it's a journey, right? But here yep. at 75, it's, it's wonderful. I am, I'm thrilled. You know, I get up, but I work it every day. Right, Tina? I work it every day. I bet you you do work it too. 
Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, right? It's it's never you're never done, right? It's never oh. your self development, your professional growth, whatever you want to call it. It's never truly done. There's always something you can be working on. You know, obviously, once you've healed your bruises and your brokenness, then it becomes easier and it becomes lighter. But there's always healing to be done. Yes. You're, you know, it, you said it. It's a lifelong journey. And it's, it, that's why it's, it's never over. But if you think it's over or you're, quote, unquote, retired, uh, which is a bad word, I'll never, what, what is that? You know, that isn't an activity. <laughs> So for me, anybody else, if, if you are cool with yourself, you say that and you, you work a nine to five and it's like, I am done. You know, whatever it is, if you feel confident and good in, in, in that or whatever you're doing, wonderful. For me, it's about activity. It's about staying alive and doing things and being there for people, encouraging them, you know, yes, come on, sing. Don't, you know, a lot of the 80s singers, um, they, you know, they, they're upset because they can't sing the songs where they're used to, and their voices aren't happening. But the thing is, a lot of them are tired because they work so hard. But I'm here to tell them, I'm still singing strong, and you can too. But your mindset has to be, no, I can. Maybe you've got to alter a few things. But what the heck? It's You alter it for where you are in life. You're not going to do, wear the same things that you wore at 20 or, or think about the same things as you did at 20. And if you are, something's wrong. You're stagnant because now you're evolving and blossoming. Isn't that the truth, right? As we grow older, our, our blossom, our bloom grows. It, It doesn't die. It just grows bigger and more beautiful yes hopefully that is the whole thing that's why you're here that's why you're here doing your podcast talking to people constantly bringing people on trying to bring out their blossom you know it's confidence in bloom and it's in bloom that means you're doing it daily you're doing it yep constantly right absolutely Absolutely. So you say that you work on it every day. So tell me, you must have some kind of self-care ritual or routine that you practice every day. Oh, I am so glad you said that. Yes, I'm up at 4 a.m. And at 4 a.m., of course, I take care of my animals, okay? So don't have uh, humans here. I have animals. (laughs) I have my dog and five cats. But I take care of them first, feed them, make my coffee. Oh, my gosh. And you know what, Tina? I have my coffee right here. And I'm, I, got, I made it for our, our little get-together, our chat, you know. And then I bring my coffee in warm water so I can hydrate. I come upstairs in my office, and I have my positive statements. I have my big daddy. I talk to God, my big daddy. And I say my positive things. I look at scriptures. I... I, I breathe in confidence and courage because you have to have courage to keep going in this life, you know? And I breathe out fear and weakness. And I breathe in power and strength. And power for me is wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. So I breathe that in and breathe out fear and weakness. And I breathe in victory. And I have a little boy, a picture of this little boy. He's the cutest thing. And I look at him and he looks at me and we go, yeah. And my little kid gets happy. 
I'm like a little kid happy. And I high-five Marquita. High-five Marquita. High-five Marquita. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. But the thing is that now I have set the tone for my day. No matter what I was thinking, like sometimes you get up and you go, oh, my gosh, i got this to do, and that didn't go right. Or you're thinking from the day before something went wrong, da, 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 da. all those thoughts, everything is at you. Because I'll wake up sometimes and my mind is chattering. And say, okay, i got to get out of bed now. And once I do this, though, there's a reset. You see, you've got to reset for the day. And it's got to be like right at the beginning because you're, you're out the door. Some people get up and they're busy doing things, and then the day just takes them everywhere. It's just, you know, you're pulled and tugged by the day. Now, the other thing is then I look at my schedule. I have an alarm, and I take a good amount of time doing this. I have more stuff that I do, and then um, I look at my, my schedule. I already have the days scheduled, the week scheduled, because if you don't have a schedule, then the day, like I said, will take you everywhere. And then uh, what I do is... I immediately go to my most important task for the day, and that is at 6 to 7.30. That's my morning jam. Now, I don't, the weekends I don't. I can play hooky on the weekends, but in the morning, I spend that time. There is no phone on. There is no email open. The phone is turned, you know, with its face down so it doesn't look at me and say, hey, come on. And there's no, there's no other tabs open. I just have it open. I'm working on a singing course. It's a singer's journey. I think that's the name. I'm not sure. And it's a big course. And so I have some freebies that I want to put in there. And, and then I have a second book that I, I'm, I'm working on. So whatever the most important thing is, I have it scheduled for the week. First thing to do. And then after that, The alarm rings at 7.30 and says, get up and get out. (laughs) And so I take my dog out. We walk, and I work on my legs as we walk. I don't just watch him stand there while he's sniffing. I work my legs because, you know, as you get older, you've got to work some stuff. You've got to still work it. And I go to the gym three days a week. So there's other things, but doing the morning correctly sets your tone, number one. Number two, don't just have the day random. And don't have things open when you're trying to do your most important task. Only concentrate on that, you know, and stay there beyond what you want to do. Like, it, it, like at an hour, I'm ready to jump out of my skin. And I said, no, Marquita, stay there. So I stay. And I, more inspiration comes and I go, oh, my gosh, I got a good one, <laughs> you know. And then after I take my dog out, I have breakfast and I have already completed a whole day. And then the rest of the day keeps flowing. So that, that's my secret sauce. Wow. But that's 4 o'clock in the morning. Well, you know, you don't have to do 4 o'clock. I mean, uh, at first when I did it, it was like, you've got, you've got to be kidding, okay? And, but no, I'm not kidding. Because that's what doing um, insane productivity with Darren Hardy really helped me to do. He said, get up earlier than everybody. You have a head, head start. Plus, Nobody's going to be calling at four in the morning. They're all saying, you're crazy, lady. Get to bed. <laughs> right? Well, that's, I mean, that is a good point, right? If you don't want interruptions, you need to get up before everyone. That's true. I never really thought of it like that. Yes, yes. So, you know, I needed that extra time there. And, yes, I go to bed early. And I do try and get eight hours, you know, um, 
but it, it's, it's important to structure your day that it's going to fit you. And if, if it's even 15 minutes earlier to have you time, to sit down and, and focus yourself, that's the most important thing. My God time, my focus time is the most important thing. I will not renege on that. You know, and I say, I say the Ten Commandments. They're like, they're like the cornerstone. You know, Moses got them. God wrote them down. I said, what the heck? I, I might as well say them every day. So I, you know, they're just little standards. So I have standards that I live by and they, they filter in and I, I think good. You know, I, so it's, it's wonderful. Just structure it so that it fits your life. Whatever your higher power is, you know, structure it so it fits you, but you've got to have a structure. Because if you don't have, and you've got to have an aim. If you're not aiming, you're going to go off course. Right, Tina? Isn't that the truth, right? You have to know where you're going. You need to know what direction you're moving in today. Because otherwise, your day goes by so fast, you're exhausted at the end of the day, and you really don't know if you got anything productive done. That's what I've heard. You know, I, what can I get done today? I had one student, and I had to really have like a counseling session with her because she said, I don't know what I'm doing, blah, 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 and she's talking real fast. I said, slow down, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> and she finally started scheduling, but her family thing was like that. And her mother would call her and talk to her, and she'd answer the phone, da, 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 and it was all scattered. And so, you see, she never worked the stuff that causes that. And so you've got to work your stuff, and, and then you've got to live your life so that it really it benefits you and you can have smiles. Like my days feel long. You know, the week goes by quick when I think about it, but my days, oh my gosh, I got, I, it's 10 o'clock and I finished, I just about finished so much. I achieved so much. I feel so good. And that's the whole thing. You and feel And then you feel good. like doing more. Yes, yes, yes. So that I guess that's one of the one of the benefits as well is start from starting early. You feel like, oh wow, okay, so I got that done. I, if I don't work on this the rest of the day, I'm okay because I got lots done today. But maybe now I can work on this, or I can work on that, or I can go have a nap, or whatever you feel like doing. But at least, like your your plan for the day is done. Yes, the big enchilada, the big, the big uh, thing that you needed done, like my course for singing, that needed to be done. I wrote it. I had it done. I had um, a new gun is my spiritual son, and he's a director, producer, guitar player. I mean, he's amazing. He made my music videos, and he's in editing. Oh, my gosh. You know, and there's, got to tell you, when there's big things, and i got to remember what you said about the day, um, but there's, when there's a big thing you're trying to achieve, it feels like a dog on mountain and it's I'll never get that done oh my gosh this is so much or you're investing so much of your money or your time or your efforts and people aren't showing up or whatever the thing is you're going to be okay okay take a deep breath and scream <laughs> you're going to be right. okay yeah right that's what it feels like I mean you you put together this podcast from right before we were coming on the sound was like oh my gosh the sound and you you're like on it you go no I got to do it and that's because you build up your muscles, you know, your endurance muscles. And so you take bites at a time and believe that you can. Just think of it as a molehill, a molehill. It's not a mountain, it's a molehill. You can get over the dog on molehill, you know? Yeah, yeah, okay? exactly. Then the other thing is when you said you, you can do whatever during the day. See, for me, if I am a high achiever, because I'm 10Xing right now, 
if I'm a high achiever, I don't just have anything on my plate. Now, things might come in, interruptions, and I've got to reschedule because a lot of people are saying, you've got to be kidding. My day, things just pop up. I know that. Take a breath. <laughs> but you schedule, and then you reschedule. So doing the, the, the book, editing the book, a new needs me, in, you know, because I'm downstairs, upstairs. Um, he needs me to, you know, to, to prove something. And, and so, I, you know, my schedule is, is set off. So I said, okay, I have a few things I can do here, so I have to reschedule them, or I can move them around. But the thing is, you have your day scheduled. If you really, really want to achieve, you don't have something that could just, you, whatever you can do. It's not whatever you can do. You're trying to achieve a lot. Now, if you're not, go for it. Take a nap, you know, and you do have to have the rest times where you're not thinking. You're just doing that wonderful, you know, you're doing the bubble bath. Or you're, you know, you're, you're taking care of yourself or a glass of wine, honey. Thank you. You know, you've got to have that. But I am scheduled because I am achieving. I'm 10Xing right now. That's excellent. I love that. I'm a big, I, I love to organize my life. So I, my calendar is full. It, you know, like I know what's happening today, right? But mm-hmm. I, I'm realizing like I'm having a little bit of an aha moment of how you block your day, right? Like you have mm-hmm. your, your self-care routine. Then you have your, you know, your get it done now, you know, most important tasks for the day. Mm-hmm. And then you can schedule the rest of the day depending on your appointments or your animals, or your kids, or whatever you're dealing with. But all right. that important stuff you've, ha- you've made the time for, right, and it's done. Like, you don't have to worry about that part. So writing a book, like I've heard, you know, when you have a goal to have a book completed by, you know, a certain date, you schedule yourself so much time to make like you, you, you set your goal up for, I'm going to write this book. But then you, when you start to break down your action steps, I need to write, you know, 12 chapters by this date, four chapters by this date. Like you break it all down and then you can schedule your time to make that action actually bring the goal to life. Yes, exactly. You know, and, and I'm not the greatest at this. You, ha- you should be going backwards. In other words, you should be your goal here and then then do it backwards. So you know the amount of months that you need uh, to do certain things or amount of weeks you need to do things, you know, but you have your goal is set. So you know your destination. That's your aim. So you have to know that aim, but you also need to need to work the steps going backwards to that aim. I, I was a, a, a distance runner. I'm All-American in, in the 5K and the 10K, and I'm like in the top 300 in the L.A., marathon I think of women and uh, but I've done I've done up to 30 miles runs and um, you know you you really have to schedule from the marathon backwards to know what you got to do how many like I, I'd be I would be at 16 miles you know and I I have the clothes set the night before go to the front door don't have coffee don't think about anything and roll out the door and then all of a sudden you go out and your mojo starts going. But I had it set at that, when I was at 60, I remember it. I remember just like I can see myself at the door. And, and so if your goal is to do a certain thing, go backwards and see, and, and, and put adjustments in there, because life happens. But if you don't set a goal, 
you will be scattered. You must have right. goals for your life. Uh, you know, you need that, and you need the, the, the turning off the distractions. That is so important. You can't get lost in emails. Emails should have a certain time unless you can't. You don't want the TV on. You don't want text, texting at any time. You schedule them in depending upon how tight your schedule is and how much you want to achieve. You know, you don't have tabs open while you're working on your most important things. You, you take distractions, things around you, because you look around and all of a sudden your eye goes, oh, look at that, <laughs> you know, and, and you're gone. And now how long does it take to get back? Ooh, ooh. takes a lot of time to get your concentration back. So, you know, you, you do those aids. You, you know, resistance is futile. Was it Star Wars? No, it wasn't Star Wars. It was, um, oh, oh, what was it? Uh, oh, oh, I can't remember the name of this. The, um, I can see all the characters, too. But it was uh, Resistance is Futile. Do you remember? No? Oh, no. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't. But, uh, yeah, it'll come to me. Uh, Star Trek. Oh, it right. Star right, Trek. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Star Trek and resistance is futile. And that's just it. You, you have distractions around you, and we all have them. And you have to get them away when you're trying to really achieve something for that specific time of something you really want to achieve and get done, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Woo! for sure. Oh, my gosh, I love it. That's so cool. So you, you're coaching uh, vocals like um, singing lessons. Is that right? Is that what you're coaching yes. for? Right. Oh, yes. I, you know, right now I'm transitioning with things. Um, I'm doing in my YouTube, I'm doing more singing now. I put a YouTube out, which was um, uh, Flowers, the song by Miley Cyrus. And I'm singing the song. And the next thing I'm going to do is critique how she sang and how I sang it. So my YouTube are to understand, singers to know that I'm a singer. I understand what you go through. And here's what you can do with different things. And then I teach private, private lessons for singers that are, you know, really are interested in, in learning about their voice and or having problems straining. And then I have a singing for a lifetime. Women only in this group. It's an online group. We need every week, um, same time, same place, and we do only exercises. And all they're interested in is doing the strengthening of their voice. And they have different styles, and it doesn't matter because we're just there to strengthen the voice. And then sing a song once a month, but it's, it's every week um, during the month, and it's so much fun. And then um, I do have a singing, a singing course. And it's really the journey from understanding your, your, your voice, where it comes from, how your body is, how your posture is, what to think, how to exercise, and um, how to be on stage and what your thoughts are before you get on stage and how to perform a song and whether or not you sing it, all the transitions in the voice and, and what are they and, and how to overcome them. And if you're straining, you know, this is what you do. And so it's the whole journey. It's a big deal. It really Really is. So that's what I'm doing, and uh, it's it's exciting. It's wonderful. That sounds so. When you like, you have to dive into like the you know how you with Darren Hardy, you had to go through all the hard work. Do you have to dive into that with with like singing? 
So that, like, well, I, I mean, I've seen, like, on movies, they're like, okay, you need to tell your story and your voice, right? Do you go through mm-hmm. that? You must go through that with your, your clients. You know, a lot of people come in. There's, there's all different people, because I've had at least a 1,000 people come through my door um, for teaching. So, you know, you have all levels. You have the person who comes in as a beginner, and, you know, you've got to go slow, and you really want to listen. The biggest deal, if, if, there, if there's a vocal coach listening, um, or if there's singers listening, or people just with their voice. I've, I've trained people that were speakers. They know about the technical stuff they're talking about. They went to school. They're in college. I had one guy that was the, the third top person, I think, in the nation, I think. But they didn't teach them how to love the audience and how to speak to the audience and throw their voice out to the back of the room, you see, and look here and look there. They didn't know about that. They just knew about, yes, you know, present yourself well with what you're saying, but it was what they were saying, not who they were. And so when people come to me, I immediately look at who they are and I listen to them. I listen to their voice. I know what they need technically because I've been singing since, I mean, my mother took singing lessons when she was carrying me, okay? And my name is Marquita, so that's, the, that's an old waltz. So I was named after a song, and I've been singing forever, and I've gone through so many different situations, losing my voice. The doctors hurt my voice and broken blood vessels. So I know when someone comes in, I can tell what they need. And that's the big deal, listening to them, with their singing and what they say. Well, you know, I don't understand how to do this or, or, or I, you know, I, I don't like my sound. You hear that a lot. So beginners, you need to go slow and you need to nurture them and go, you can't judge yourself or your sound. You have to go slow and just allow yourself to develop. People that are in the middle. So there's a lot of people that come in and they've been singing for a while. They might have some problems. I had one guy that's a pro, and he, he came in, and he, he couldn't hit his notes anymore. And he's, he's gigging all the time. He's on stage. And so I said, look, I said, you know, I don't want you to worry. I want you to write down your thoughts. So I had him write down his thoughts about his singing, but I wanted, with your thoughts, I want you on the other side to write something good. And then I did the technical thing. So I did the mindset. And I started saying, now, I want you to believe that you can, but, but let's do the work. So I started working his exercises, and he was hitting the notes. So he did the mental work. He started believing. He started hitting the notes. Bingo, bango, he was fine. You know, but he, it was mostly his mind. And then there's pros that come in, they're straining. And so it's just the way they're living now, they, they forgot to keep working the muscles, strengthening the muscles. So we had to start getting the mindset of you got to get back into the in, into the gym, you got to work your muscles, and then they know how to sing, uh, or they they don't warm up. And a lot of times, like when you're speaking, you might some days you don't feel like oh my gosh, where's my voice? Well, a little bit of warming up your voice, and you just can go warming up. You can like yawn, and then ah, from a high note going to a low. You know, just opening up because the same muscles for speaking are for singing. And so everybody's different, but it is listening to their voices, but also listening to what they say, how they're standing. What, the, you know, how, what, is their, their, what is their posture? You know, do they really believe in themselves? Are their shoulders coming forward or, or are they standing up? And, you know, everybody is different. 
So there isn't one set thing. You can tell them certain things, but at the end of the day, it's you got to be there for that person 100%, over 100%, and give them your all. And that is so thrilling to see them hit the note and smile, you know. And then I take care of my own self. I do the work. I'm in the gym with my body. I, as I go to the gym, I do my vocal exercises, which before I didn't. I was a bad puppy, you know. So that was like when I did the counseling. And then after that, and I started moving. And that's why now I, my voice is vibrant. Because I still do the work. So I hope that answers that. what you said. It does, 100%, for sure. And, and again, and I think it comes down to no matter what we take on in life, we, have, we need confidence, we need counseling, and we need courage. Oh, courage is the biggest. Because your yeah. courage comes in first. Because you gotta, you gotta have courage to step out on the, on the, you know, you step out of the bed, you go, that, that floor, is it gonna be there? No. But after a while, you have the confidence that it is. And it's the same thing with whatever you're going to do, whether it's singing, speaking, your voice, coming out with your voice in life, because your voice is more than just what you come out with, it's you. Your voice is really you. That's why it's the whole package with singers or the whole package with speakers. It's the whole package with you, whatever you're doing, that, you know, your courage is first to step out and, and speak up. If there's something happening that isn't right, speaking up, having that courage, and then you get the confidence. And all along life, we got to do the counseling with ourselves. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's true, though, right? Oh, my goodness. Marquita, I feel like we could sit here and talk for hours and hours. Like, I just, there's so many things I want to ask you. Um, so let me, okay, so if you could give listeners just, you know, like one piece of advice on living the best life that they can live, what would that be? Be honest with yourself. Truly honest. If there's things you need to deal with, you know, have the courage. Have the courage to deal with them because you want to be happy. We all want happiness, and it, it comes and goes. It's not always there, but you can have more and more. And if you get up in the day and there isn't a smile, paste the doggone thing on yourself and walk out the door. You know, that's what I do. But do, do yourself a favor. Do the work. It is not just thinking, hoping, praying. You know, it's doing the work. It, that is the most important thing because you're going to start reaping the reward. It's like planting the seed, you know, girls? It's planting that seed. And look, I am going to be 76 June 14th, and I am planting the seed with you. With you. Not for you, but with you. I'm taking with your hand. You. Yes, I'm taking your hand and saying you can do it. You can do it. I love it. I love it. Now, you have a special gift you want to offer to some of the listeners. Yes, me. So I do have the book. It's called I Will Not Grow Weary. It is Survival and Success, A Singer's Guide to Singing. But the first part is about my life, so it applies to everyone and healing, getting counseling, getting help. But then in the middle, there's all kinds of pictures. And uh, it's, I wanted to give out, and then the last, uh, sorry, the last part is about singing the voice and, you know, technical part. So um, 
It's not a large book. It's a small book, so you can read it. It's an easy read. Um, and I'd like to give five e-books out. So all you have to do is come to MarquitaWaters.com and just doing the contact, just put book in there. And for the first five people to come along, I'm going to send you my e-book, okay? I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So yes. I am if anyone, so honored if to anyone, have you here. Oh, thank you so much. And now if anybody does want to get a hold of me, that's where you do, MarquitaWaters.com. Okay, and I, I'm here for you no matter what. Okay, so I'm sorry, Tina. I just wanted to say that. No, that's good. I'm glad. I was going to ask you to do that next anyway, so it's perfect. Oh. It's like you read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being here with today. It was We had such an awesome chat. Oh, thank you, Tina. It was an honor. I so appreciate you asking me to be here, and um, I just want to say thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I am grateful, too. We all seem <laughs> to have that inner critic inside our heads. I have a committee, the Itty Bitty Shitty Committee. You know what I mean, that nagging voice or voices, in my case, that knocks us down and drags us down the road to self-sabotage and self-neglect. A strong, positive sense of self-esteem is your first step to anything you wish to accomplish. Discover who you truly are, that gorgeous, talented, Fabulous woman who deserves recognition and unconditional love. You know the most beautiful thing any woman can wear is confidence. If you'd like to be a guest here on Confidence in Bloom and chat with me, contact me through Instagram at InfoBloomStyling or by email at Tina at InfoBloomStyling.com or through the Divas That Care website. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, And of course, on divasthatcare.com, where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.